Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, the president is coming to town. He'll be at, of course, uh, Mohegan Sun Arena tomorrow. We've been telling you all about the details involved in that and the planning and the roads that will be closed and all the rest that's going on. But right now, joining us on the phone, Blair Ellis. Blair is the Republican National Committee's Deputy National Press Secretary and RNC spokesperson. Blair, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me on this morning. Well, sure. it seems the president likes to do this uh, campaigning thing. He's uh, he's kind of going from place to place, and it seems to be going into full swing. Uh, so tomorrow he's going to be at the uh, Mohegan Sun Arena for uh, Lou Barletta. These two, uh, they go back uh, to the beginning of the campaign. You know, Barletta, one of the first to uh, to support him. Absolutely. Um, we've been so excited to see President Trump kind of already out on the campaign trail. We're a little less than 100 days away from uh, midterm elections in November, and, and Mr. Trump has wasted no time. Um, we're thrilled to see him out and about. Um, nobody knows how to rally our, our base, our supporters, and, and really rev people up quite like him. So uh, really excited to have him in, in Pennsylvania. He was in Florida yesterday. Um, there's just more to come. So we're thrilled to, thrilled to have him on the road talking to the American people and, and hearing from them about what they hope to see in uh, with his next two year two years how closely do the gears mesh between the the committee the national committee and and the president himself I mean you know we know the president's speaking style is very uh, from the hip and off the cuff and and you know a free uh, thought free association so does mm-hmm. a meeting happen where we say can you at least touch on or cover or can we make sure we mention does that happen at all or you just let him go so there are so mr. Trump does Mr. Trump does what Mr. Trump does best, which is, um, as you as you so delicately put it, uh, he's more off the cuff, which which we love, and that's what the American people really resonate with. Um, there are limits to the amount, just ethical limits to the amount of coordination um, and, and discussion that that we can have. Um, but for sure, we are in touch when appropriate with the with uh, the correct staffers. Um, but the RNC is very uh, kind of strategic. We're we're more of the long term thinkers. We're more of the ones that are thinking two four years down the road. People right now are focused on. 2018 midterms as we are, but we're also looking ahead to 2020. We just announced Charlotte as the 2020 um, uh, RNC convention site, and we're thrilled, and we're already kind of getting getting our, our steps in a row, our ducks in a row for that. So we're definitely a little bit more of kind of the long-term strategic planner, but um, we always look forward to working with uh, President Trump and, and his team when, when appropriate. Obviously, money means a lot in these races, and, and the more money you have for a candidate, you know, it really can make a difference. Um, the Koch brothers mm-hmm. have uh, really uh, kind of thrown a wrench in things donor-wise. You know, they've got a lot of money, and, and, and they're not happy, I guess, with some of the positions the president has taken. And Lou Barletta is one of the their targets. They basically have said that, you know, they're not going to support him uh, because of the uh, budget deal that he, uh, you know, agreed to that increases federal uh, spending and the deficit. Uh, how does that impact what you guys are doing? I know the president has his thoughts on that, and we've heard him, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much against the Koch brothers. But, you know, for you guys as the you know party uh, how does it all fit in how do you work that out 
Sure. So, you know, the Koch brothers are, are for, first and foremost a business, and so they're going to make decisions as any business owner um, that they see most appropriate for their company. They're going to decide when, where, and how to invest. But for us at the RNC, our goal is to retire as many Democrats as we possibly can. Uh, we want to get people out and get new new blood in. We want to get Bob Casey out. Love to get Mr. Barletta in. Um, and so that's our goal. Our goal is to make sure that, that we are building an infrastructure, that we are building the ground game, that we get into these states, and that we're building these communities, these networks of people, so that at the end of the day, when the primary happens and the voters in a state decide who they want to be their next representative, we kind of hand over the keys to the ignition and say, hey, here you go. Car's been built. It's ready to go. It's fully gassed. It's all yours. And so that's kind of what the role that the RNC plays, and, and that's really what we're doing as we head into midterms. We're just raising as much money as we can, and we're on the road as much as we can to really try and get the word out about Republican policies, Republican agenda, and, and the Trump economy and how it's benefiting everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned, uh, uh, obviously, retiring as many Democrats as, as possible. We're here in Northeast Pennsylvania, and I haven't seen them here, but I, uh, this past weekend I was in the Pittsburgh area and saw some billboards mm-hmm. that said, Casey, 12 years of nothing. And it went by the billboard so fast that I wasn't able to see who paid for the billboard. Do you know anything about that? Does the Republican National Committee have anything to do with those? I, I'm not aware of that, but that sounds really funny. Uh, I, I'm a bit of an old, of a traditionalist in the sense I think billboards are a great way to get the word out because there's so many people now, nowadays, I mean, that are stuck on the roads in traffic uh, and commute from point A to point B. But I've seen some of the best political advertising I've seen has been on billboards because you got to be quick, you got to be punny, and, and you got to cut straight to the chase because you got about three seconds of, of eyesight uh, on it before someone passes yeah. it. But uh, that sounds funny. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I think radio advertising is the most effective, though. But then again, you know, I work in radio. For sure. Uh, so let me no, just, absolutely. Let me ask you this, though. Um, you know, the president, obviously, it helps with the base, but uh, Pennsylvania, we call it a purple state. It, you know, we have blue areas, we have red areas. It kind of mm-hmm. can go either way. Uh, on the one mm-hmm. hand, it's helpful with the base, but, um, you know, there's the other side, too, where Lou Barletta has to uh, appeal to those who maybe aren't so fond of the president or, you know, are somewhere in the middle. So um, it, it's kind of a, a, a balancing act, isn't it, when the president comes to town to, you know, also not turn off some people. Oh, it, it, for sure. There's a lot of strategy that goes into these visits and, and where these visits take place and, and, and all of that. You're, you're spot on. Uh, but I think for, for candidates, one of the best things they can do, one of the greatest things I think um, Mr. Barletta has been doing is, is really talking about the economy. Everybody cares about the economy. Everybody cares about, you know, unemployment and consumer confidence. And um, specifically in Pennsylvania, I know, you know, manufacturing means a lot to you guys, as does coal. And uh, Mr. Trump has been uh, one of the first and foremost leaders to help raise manufacturing wages. Uh, We've seen since Trump's come to office, he's had nearly 400,000 new manufacturing jobs. And so those are the types of, of numbers, and these are the types of things to really be discussing. You know, we've added 3.7 million new jobs since the election. We've eliminated a record number of job-killing red tape regulations. Um, where, you know, we saw 4.1% GDP growth on Friday. Those are the types of, of benefits and, and things that are happening under this economy because mm-hmm. of President Trump. And those are the nuggets that, that he and, and Mr. Barletta will be touting as they when, move forward. When you talk about about the economy, though, uh, we talk about those tax cuts, and and you know we've seen uh, polling numbers that show that people aren't really seeing the benefit. And we're talking about people like you know the middle income earners. And then on top of that, now we're getting uh, stories where you know the president, and the administration might be looking at some kind of an executive order for uh, capital gains tax cut, which would uh, really help only the top ten percent. Is is that stuff kind of not helpful at this point when you're trying to uh, talk about the middle class at this point? 
Well, I think, too, you got to remember that when the tax, just because the tax cuts went into effect right before Christmas, um, it's going to take a full year to see those benefits really start to trickle down. Um, it, this past April, when people were still filing taxes, they were still having to file, unfortunately, under the old tax system. So this new year, uh, this 2019, will be really the first year that people get to experience the benefits of filing on that postcard size tax reform page. Um, and that's really going to when they're going to start seeing those trickle-down effects. And so as much as we would have liked to have implemented those tax reform cuts uh, ASAP, we had to wait a full year um, per the Treasury Department. But again, I think that patience is, is key. It's taken a little bit of time to get the GDP growth up, but it Again, we're at record GDP growth, consumer confidence, again, is at an all-time high. We've seen Hispanic unemployment, African-American unemployment at an all-time low. Those types of long-term policies take take a little bit of time to get moving and shaking, and, and President Trump has been relentless in his pursuit of that. So we'll continue to see the middle class, will continue to see these benefits trickle down. When the president comes to town for a campaign rally, who, who puts the gas in the plane? Is that taxpayer-funded, or, or the RNC have to kick That's- in for this? My, my understanding largely is that that's the, the, the campaign that's responsible for that. So it's going to be the donations um, that, that people give directly to the campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something that only comes from them. Um, there has been uh, a lot of re- a reporting talking about, I don't know if you saw yesterday at the uh, Florida event, um, you know, there was a lot of uh, negativity towards uh, some members of the media talking about Jim Acosta specifically on CNN. Um, I know that the president, you know, he likes to you know talk about the media enemy of the people and such, but as someone who worked as a reporter, for years. Uh, it does mm-hmm. concern me when I see that kind of, uh, I don't know if you got a chance to see the video of some of what was going on afterwards, but um, is there any discussion behind the scenes about that or any concern uh, that things might get taken a bit too far? You know, I, I think that if anything, people are, are just, uh, people have become more open to sometimes the, the unfortunate biases that exist in the media. Um, I, you know, I think there's a time and a place for sure um, in terms of, of choosing when and uh, to pick your battles, so to speak. Um, but I think at the end of the day, you know, Mr. Trump is going to continue to to be honest and forthright in how he feels like he's been treated in the media. And um, and, and it's up to, the, you know, the rest of us to um, kind of draw that line in our minds. Um, but I think at the end of the day, the American people know to expect honesty and forthrightness from, from Mr. President at this point. Republican National Committee spokesperson and Deputy National Press Secretary Blair Ellis. Blair, thank you for being on the show this thank morning. Thank you, Blair. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.